this is the Big Bravely Podcast, hosted by me, Sherry Geis. I want you to have a big, brave life, and I'm here to clarify all the little fears that get in your way. Because the truth is, you get to live the life you want, starting now, finally. Hey there, I'm Sherry Geis of Big Bravely. I'm going to answer a couple of questions or kind of struggles that were mentioned on Facebook um, last week when I started talking about that I was coming into the studio to record these. Um, the first one, I'm not going to read these verbatim, um, mostly because I forgot to ask permission to use people's names. So I'm just going to kind of summarize what the question was and then get to the answer or at least what answer likely is from my perspective and how I see things. The first one that I'm going to address is regarding time management. This woman talked about how she often feels like she's pulled in a lot of directions, doing a lot of things, and she wants to not only do them well, but kind of get them perfect. And that requires like to really nail it and to really nail a lot of things at the same time. And, you know, she mentioned multitasking and I, I've got some opinions on, on, that, on that word. Um, but the struggle, I mean, you know, that sounds pretty stressful, just like as an aside, just even trying to do 500 things perfectly sounds pretty stressful. But on top of that, she's late everywhere. Like she's experiencing like personal and professional ill effects from, from this thing that's going on for her that she's labeling as time management. So like, yeah, how to, how to have more effective time management. I could probably give you a ton of um, links to buy post-its and, and planners and journals and talk about the Pomodoro method and all sorts of strategic ways to better manage your time. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that stuff. We all need to stay organized when we're trying to accomplish a lot of things. And it's really not fair of you to track all that in your head. Like you need to, to get some systems in place and to give yourself a break of having to hold all that in your brain. Super common thing I see with clients where there's a lot going on and I ask them like, well, did you write it down? Well, no. Well, yeah, you got to write it down. Like find an app, find some paper, get some post-its, write it down. But that's not why you feel this way. Your lack of organization is not the, the core thing that's causing you to be overcommitted and trying to do too many things at the same time. Um, and yeah, that's not it. What is it? Why? It's a great question to ask yourself as you notice these patterns in your life. Why am I doing this? Look at it. Make eye contact with that thing that you don't want to make eye contact with. What are you getting from this experience? Like you're getting something. 
or you wouldn't be doing it. Humans do things because they get some kind of feeling or experience or value out of what that is. It doesn't always have to be a good thing you're getting. Like if, if you've got a story that you're always behind or that you're late everywhere, then continuing to live life exactly as you're living it will help you perpetuate that story. And there's some way for us that those can be a comfort zone because to change that pattern, to rewrite that story means that you're going to have to have better boundaries with your time or more realistic expectations of what you've gotten yourself into. And not everybody wants to do that. We want to be these superwomen, and we can't. So, you know, if I was going, if 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 this gal was sitting next to me, and I was trying to give her a little bit of insight on how to have effective time management, <sighs> why are you doing so much? That'd be my first question. What are you doing? Why are you doing this much? Why are you doing this many things? Not every woman, but lots and lots and lots of women are constantly doing. And we often do, like capital D, do. We do because we're trying to prove something. And the something we're trying to prove is usually our worth. That is kind of how a lot of us grapple with shame. We often have a voice in our head that says, you're not good enough, or no one's going to like you, or we don't think you're very smart, or something. Like, there's a voice in your head that says those things. And so to try to not feel that way, try to not think that way, we hustle for our worth. We try to be accomplished so that people can see that we're valuable and smart and fit and all these other things that we take on when we're in, like, really active doing. And so I'd want to know, like, why are you doing what you're doing? And I would also want to point out that there's no such thing as multitasking. Like, best-case scenario, multitasking can happen when you are using some muscle memory. So... If you know how to walk and you can listen to a podcast, then you can multitask those two things. But your attention is finite. That's just how human brains work. It's unfortunate. I often still try to multitask because I like doing things and getting things done. And I succumb to the overdoing often. But your attention is a little bit like a flashlight in a dark room. Like it can only be on one thing at a time. It is not like a light switch that illuminates the entire place all at once. And then you can give your attention to all the things all the time. Often when we try to do that, what we do is just sort of like sabotage our efforts and kind of keep us right where we started off or pretty close to where we started off. So 
I would, I would encourage you to, to get a hand with that. Like, and, and that, you know, maybe you could resource yourself with, um, just a conversation with a friend or, or, you know, send me an email after you've heard this and, and see if there's something else that I could help you with. But because what needs to happen is you got to do a little soul searching. And I know that kind of sounds silly if the the 500 things that you're trying to do perfectly are like maintaining your physical self and making sure your kids are fed and getting to work on time and making sure you're reading all the books you want to be reading and participating in homeroom with your kids and volunteering and working on your side hustle and all these like things we do to pile on. But we got to take a look at what's important and what, what can wait. Um, what gets our yes? Because when we take on too many yeses, then we start creating no's automatically. Like stuff gets dropped or we're late. Um, and so having a hard conversation with yourself on like what's most important to you, what are your values, can really make some things clear. You don't need to do everything. The truth is, is that you already have worth. You and I, the person who wrote this, I don't, I don't know her personally. I don't think I do. Um, you know, Facebook is kind of like that. But so I don't know if you're a mom or not, um, or a partner. You know, if you have, if you're in partnership or not. But or what, what it is that's driving this I have to do all the things thing and when you said perfectionism like that's a huge flag um for shame um that that you're trying to do something or be some way that's perfect so that you can feel valuable or worthy uh there's nothing wrong with falling into that paradigm I'm raising my hand right now like that is me I do that plenty. I think I do it less now that I'm more aware of it and I can like find out what my own values are. But, but it's so easy to fall into that, particularly in this culture. So identifying what you really value in your life, triaging what can happen now and what can wait, triaging what is your job to do and what is not your job, reclaim your time, like Hat tip to Maxine Waters to, uh, for bringing that particular phrase into our culture in the last couple of years. She's amazing. Um, yeah, reclaim your time. You cannot do 500 things at once. It cannot happen. And you deserve better. You deserve better care than that. Like that is an unjust way to live to be navigating all those balls in the air. It's not fair. And it, it may mean putting some things down. It may be rewriting how you choose to live life. And, you know, if just the right planner and just the right post-its fix this for you, then go with God. Like, that's awesome. But it's probably a deeper issue um, as it so often is with human beings. 
these other, some of these things that we struggle with are more just symptoms of something that's underneath that needs our care and attention and a little bit of resourcing. And I'll, I'll get into resources at some other episode because that's a whole other rabbit hole to, to go down. You know, and it, and it her question was uh, like another person's question or statement or sort of grapple that they would love to have some insight on. Um, this, this writer said that she just really wants to stop worrying about doing enough. Um, that she does what she can when she can, but like wants to have the, the sense that it's enough. It's very related to the first, for the, to the first person who wrote in, but um, again, it's very similar. That's a thing you have to give yourself. Like understanding that you are enough, it's really hard for that to come from anywhere but you. I can tell you right now that you're enough. Right now, as we sit here, what you've done is enough. You did what you could. You serve whenever you can, and it's enough. You might want it to be more. That's okay. Like, you can want that to be more, but you deserve to tend to yourself and your own life too. You don't always have to be doing. You don't always have to be serving other people. I promise. That's common. Again, another common thing for women because uh, women have this, this sort of mythological role in our society as the caretaker. Um, and we can really fall into caretaking as a way of self-worth or value. Like we're signaling to people in this sort of primitive way. I'm helpful. So I'm valuable. And I did like little dancing arms, like little Chris Farley arms. I'm helpful. I'm valuable. Um, look how much I do. Look how good I am. It's not bad. It's not bad to do that, but it's exhausting to do that. And it's a hustle. And I will sometimes hustle when I really need to dig deep and get projects done. But hustle is not a lifestyle. You should not hustle all day, every day, because you will burn out. Um, you will experience physical symptoms of hustling. You will impede your health. You will impede your relationships if you don't slow down and take a break. And so person number two, you're enough. You've done enough. I promise. And once you've had a little bit of rest and a little bit of peace with that thought, then you'll know when it's time to do more because you'll just have an impulse. You'll want to. It won't, it won't, um, it won't be a slog. It won't feel like whack-a-mole. You know, so there's sometimes when we do stuff, we're like, oh, I have to go do these things. And it's a slog. And there's other times where we're doing stuff and it's like, I have to whack all the moles right now. I've got to get them all taken care of right now. And like neither is the place of equilibrium. And you deserve peace. You do. 
I think that's all I have to say for this particular episode. And I so appreciate you listening for, for participating and sending in notes and encouragements on what I'm up to. It's exciting to be bringing this out into the world. And I hope that you have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. This podcast is produced by Mostly Harmless Media. Many thanks to them and to Casey Clifford for her beautiful music. And thank you, my dear listener, for reclaiming time for yourself. You are worthy of this care and so much more.